0: Hi, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. What is Mind Your Business? It is a website full of great content and podcasts that come from real world experience, not a bunch of crap you read in a textbook. Listen, folks, this is 30 years of be running businesses, businesses that I started from scratch or that I was hired to help run. This is real world, great nuggets of knowledge. The whole idea of mind your business is for you to build your personal capacity. It's your ability to make an impact in your world, whether it's an organization, whether it's a club, whether it's within your family or anything you do. Can you make an impact? And the answer is yes, but every day you've got to get better. You've got to get stronger. It's just like being an athlete. You you build your muscles, you build your endurance. Well, in business, you build your knowledge, you build your experience, you build your expertise, and then you take that to the marketplace. That is how you build your capacity. Now, who should be listening? There's not a soul out there that can't benefit from this content, but let me tell you, Out of 10 people, everybody's going to get a different nugget out of every piece of content. So when you're listening to this, listen for the stuff that really resonates for you. And then send me a message. Connect with us. Be engaged. Let us know what's working for you and what you need more of. This is going to be a great, great adventure for all of us. And I'm very excited that you're a part of what we're doing. Hi, this is Mark Lundowski with Mind Your Business. Today, we're going to do the second part in a series of two parts based on live like no one else. If you've listened to part one, you realize that I'd say that he who lives like no one else for five years can live like no one else the rest of their life. It's a whole concept about sacrifice, patience, and strategy. The idea is that if you exercise sacrifice, patience, and strategy, you'll make really great decisions on your discretionary spending, your housing and home purchases, and even your job choices or career decisions. It's really important that you understand the concepts of part one, live like no one else, before we go into this next stage. Because in this next stage, we're going to be talking about the things that you can do to really work this out in your life. The question many people ask me is, you know, Mark, this is great stuff, but how do I do this in a world when no one else does it? How do I control discretionary spending like fancy vacations and elaborate items or fancy cars or early decisions on buying a house or maybe taking a a fancy job that's not in my best interest long term when no one else is doing it. First, I got to tell you, you have to realize that the consumer marketplace is built on ads designed to do one thing, make idiots act immediately. That's right. It's all based on making people that are not very smart act impulsively, rack up a bunch of debt, and make terrible decisions. It's all about now. These ads focus on a concept that many of you know called FOMO, fear of missing out. This this concept that if you don't hurry up and run and buy something now, you're going to miss the opportunity. It's just bullshit. It's crap. There's always going to be a car for you to buy, a sofa for you to buy, a vacation. Do you think airplanes are going to quit flying next month just because the deal went out? No. There's always, always Going to be opportunity. So I want you to learn this and I want you to actually say this. Say it three times out loud. I say this all the time. The answer is not no, but not yet. Not no, but not yet. If you understand the concept of not no, but not yet, you say to yourself, Hawaii, not no, but not yet. The Bahamas, not no, but not yet. That, that brand new car? Not no, but not yet. How about a brand new house? The answer is not no. The answer is not yet. See, you're becoming a person that understands that with sacrifice and patience and great strategy, you're going to leverage those great decisions to have better things and a better future. So let's start with talking about the steps to controlling your future. These are the items, and there's six of them, that I want you to really focus on. I want you to take your time and really examine in your own life. I think that these items will help you become a much better strategic decision maker. Number one, realize that salespeople care about themselves, not you. They have a strong vested interest in you to buy now not when it's in your best interest. See, they need to sell you something now, a car as an example, or a vacation or a new sofa, because they need the commission. They don't care that the best time for you to buy that not, might be next month or next year. They need the commission now. If you think for a minute these people are in, looking out for your best interest, what you've fallen prey to is really good salespeople. I remember my friend Alan not long ago took his family in to buy a brand new suburban. He had two kids, and his he and his wife and their big dog, and they wanted a suburban to pull their little boat they had. And so they went in the dealership and they worked a deal. And I remember them telling me that they were sure that the salesman had worked that deal down where it was so skinny that nobody was going to make any money. And as they were walking out, people were shaking their hands, saying "Congratulations on your new vehicle." And my friend, Alan, heard over the microphone, I'd like to say, welcome to Alan, a member of the 5K Club. And my friend, Alan, asked me, Mark, what do you think that means? And I said, well, that means they just made 5K, $5,000 in profit on the vehicle you bought. He felt terrible. He felt gypped. He felt lied to. Folks, you have to realize that salespeople are in it for themselves. And therefore, you must be as well. Number two, and this one's really important. This one's fundamental in my life. Write out your financial goals and post them where you will see them every day. When my wife and I first got a hold of this concept, we started writing down our goals and we said, these are the things we want in the next five years. We taped the goals written out on the inside of the cabinet door where we kept our deodorant and our toothpaste and our hairbrushes or combs. See, that way every morning when I got up and every night when I went to bed, I was looking at those goals. I was reminding myself of what was important long-term. If you're going to be great, it's not luck. It's strategy. Put your goals in the right place somewhere where you'll see them often. Let's go to number three. Make a list of the items you want and pause. If you still want them in 60 days, then really consider buying them. Let's let's use an example. Let's say that your television is starting to go out and you're having trouble with it, and you're adjusting the volume, and the volume doesn't go in, and so you're thinking, yeah, I'd really like a new television. Well, write that down, put it on the refrigerator, and pause. Wait a minute, be patient. And if in 60 days you still need it, then consider making a purchase. But don't just rush out. Number four, take your time buying. In other words, become a shopper. So many of us, and and most of us are men, want to hunt. We want to run out, find the item we want, and buy it. We're done. We win. I did it in an hour and 12 minutes. I got my car, drove to the store, found the item, bought it, got it home, set it up. It's done. It's over. I win. Well, you've got to become a little bit of a shopper. You've got to find the best deal. Find the right one. Do the research on the internet. Find out what are other people saying about this product. Many, many times, people's reports will offset great advertising in your mind. And you'll realize that, hey, spending a little bit more money on a five-star or 4.7-star rated item is a much, much better decision. Be a shopper. Number five, share your goals and be accountable to someone. For me, it was very easy. When we first learned on all of this content I was 22 and my wife was 21 and we had nothing. When you start out having nothing, it's pretty easy to to decide we want more. I mean, going up from zero was pretty easy. So we wrote things down. We taped them to the inside of our cabinet door. If we wanted something, we wrote it down and put it on their fridge and we waited and we paused. When we had an opportunity to buy, we shopped, but we did it together. Now, some of you might be on your own out there in this life and you don't have somebody like a spouse that you want to share these items with, find a trusted friend, somebody you really care for, somebody that embraces your vision and your mission for your life to do great things. I want you to be aware of something that I call this a vision alliance, a vision Alliance. It's that very, very rare person in your life that has such great big dreams for themselves, such great goals and such great, great future that they're not the least bit intimidated or threatened by your dreams, your goals, your desires for your future. Find somebody that I call a vision alliance and share and be accountable to that person. Let them know what you're trying to accomplish and together work on being great. Work on this. He who lives like no one else for five years can live like no one else the rest of their life. This is a good plan. As I look back 28 years ago, I know exactly who my Vision Alliance friends were. Number one, it was my wife. Number two, it was my business partner, Paul. And number three, it was my friend, Phil. These were people I could share my deepest secrets with, my goals, my dreams, my desires for my life. And they didn't laugh. They supported it because they had big, crazy, hairy goals themselves. And finally, number six, build a network of friends who share these values. Now, what does that mean? I'm really hopeful that you've got four or five really good friends that all want to make it in life. They want to do something great. And if that's the case, call a meeting at your home or your apartment, get everybody together and pitch this idea. Say, hey, guys, I want us all to be wealthy together someday. And I'm a big believer that if we sacrifice for five years and we make great decisions, we will set ourselves up for a great future. So here's what I propose. From now on, let's quit going out for sushi and spending too much money on raw fish and rice. Let's quit going to the martini bar to have a, have a very expensive cocktail. Instead, let's start rotating to everyone's home and doing shared meals like they did years ago, where somebody brings meat and somebody else brings salad and someone brings drinks and somebody else brings cookies and chips. And we all get together because the fun of our friendship is the get together. How many of us have had sushi more than 50 times? It's just not that great. We can forego it for a while. My proposition to you is, if you will forego sushi for a while, You can have sushi all the rest of your life. If you will forego a $19 cocktail, you can have the money to spend on those things the rest of your life if you'll do the right things now. So let's look at our list. Realize. Write. Pause. Shop. Share. And build. These are not just crazy ideas. These are absolutely the things that my wife and I did to go from absolutely no resources whatsoever to a life in which we're fully in control of our future and we're impacting the future of other people. This is really important stuff. I also would just love to encourage you to press for number six, building a network of great friends. Have a dinner club and make part of that dinner club where people share ideas about great purchases, great decisions, great sacrifices, great pauses, maybe even share with them these two very important podcasts. Remember, this content that I've got in no way helps me. It's all about helping you This is my way of paying back the people that helped me so many years ago. I look out at my employees, my children, my friends, and I see them struggling in today's economy. And I know their answers. And the answers are sacrifice, patience, and strategy. As I wrap up, I want to tell you that I really believe in this concept that luck is not a strategy. You don't just go through life hoping, praying, waiting, believing that something great is going to happen to you. It just doesn't happen like that. There's no magic in this life. What happens is you decide you want to be great. You decide you're willing to make sacrifices. You decide you're going to be patient And you decide that strategy trumps luck. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I certainly did. And I want the very best for you. And I wish that you would send me a message and let me know how this kind of content is impacting your life. And maybe give me stories of the great decisions and great strategy and great sacrifice that you've made to be great. I'd like to thank Dr. Eugene Swearingen, who is no longer with us, who mentored me, and Dr. Rennie Martin, who was my financial guide and counselor those early years. Their words of wisdom made all the difference in my life, and I wish they will for you too. Hey guys, this is Mark Lewandowski, thanking you for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're enjoying the content. It means a lot to me, and I want to encourage you to go deeper into this content by visiting my website at marklewandowski.com. On that website, you're going to find more information like blog posts and all of the other topics we've talked about thus far. And while supplies last, I'm going to give you a copy of my book called Rattle Your Cage. It is a bestseller, and it's an idea stimulator. It's designed to help you kickstart your ideas, get more and more out of your day, more and more out of the way you think, and I'm excited about it. So go onto my website, go to the Connect section, fill in the information, and I'll send a book to you right away. Again, thank you for being a part of the special things we're doing. Tell your friends and your family members where you're getting this good content, and remember that sum is not a number. soon. Is not a time, and damn it, luck is not a strategy.